Welcome to another edition of the Business and Personal Podcast, where we bring you closer to the people you spend your hard-earned dollars with. And today we're going to be talking to Griffin Hawk of Berkshire Capital. He's the president over there, 21 years of experience in this industry. He's seen everything, all kinds of uh, ups and downs <laughs> in that time in our economy. And he's seen some crazy things right now. So I thought it'd be a good time to bring him on. Uh, Griffin, thanks for coming on. How are you doing today? Anytime. I'm, I'm doing well, Ryan. Thank you for having me. So before we get into uh, the meat and potatoes of what's going on in the mortgage business right now, just kind of fill people in a little bit on your background, what got you in the business and what's kept you in it for this long? Yeah, um, I appreciate you asking. So I grew up as an 80s kid. So and, you know, my parents were always like, hey, you need to be somebody. And I, when you're a kid, you don't know what that means. So um, I thought it meant money, but I didn't have any. So I always imagined I was going to be a stockbroker. You know, it was it was the 80s. Right. So I went down that path, went to Michigan State University, interned uh, with my roommate, uh, Mick. Shout out to Mick. He's still at Merrill Lynch. Um, so we started the internship program for Merrill Lynch at East Lansing. Um, when I was there, one of my fraternity brothers was about 28, um, doing really, really well. I met him at a golf outing. He was an alumni golf. Um, he came to golf outing and uh, he said, hey, why don't you check out the mortgage industry? And I didn't even know what a mortgage was. College student, you know, you don't really learn that stuff. So I interned with him for a, for a summer, uh, really just just liked how you didn't need a ton of money or gray hair to kind of have credibility like you would as a financial advisor. Um, so I said, well, why don't we go on this path? Because I think I can do well. Uh, I like competition. And uh that's what landed me in the mortgage business. And uh, yeah, it's, it's surreal to hear, hear that, that I've been doing it for 21 years. That's, uh, that's funny. Time flies. Um, you know, and it's crazy to think too, like our parents back when they got mortgages, if you were a double digit interest rate for your mortgage, like that's not too bad. That was kind of the going rate. And now to think where they're at now and you can get people into the 2% range and certain mortgage programs is just kind of mind boggling. And, you know, you go back 10, 11 years ago and, there was that first kind of initial big drop in the rates when the financial crisis hit. And everybody thought, man, they're never going to get lower than this. You got to jump on it. And they're probably lower now than they were like when that first big initial drop took place. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's funny because the one part I don't love about this business is that rates change literally several times per day. So um, that can bring uh, bring some curveballs into the mix. But um, right now, they're as low as they've ever been. They went up a little bit last week. Um, but that typically is lenders. When repo rates kind of go up short term, especially after they've been long uh, low for so long, lenders will do that as a method of scaling so they can manage the capacity of, of, of loans and underwriting. So, um, you know, Fannie Mae uh, and Freddie Mac, they, they're kind of the straw that stirs the economic drink in our world for, uh, for uh, the financial markets. And I think it's about a year ago, they put out in their guidance that their expectation is that rates will stay low uh, or actually get even lower through 2023. Um, obviously there's no guarantees, but that's kind of exciting. It's kind of, it's kind of shaped our, 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 our advice and our strategy that we're, that we're, uh, we're sharing with our clients. Um, yeah. So Hopefully, hopefully they stay low for, for that long. Um, no guarantees, but that would be really good for housing. Uh, housing's been strong. So, in, in my mind, there's a couple benefits. Obviously, 
you know, lowering your payment. And I would imagine you're seeing a lot of people shorten their term. Like, why couldn't you go from a 30 to a 20 or a 15, maybe even a 10 in some cases? And then you probably also have some people now that can afford homes or get into a home or more of a home than they could before. Are you kind of seeing both of those things happening? Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're doing a lot of, of kind of, 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 of blended type strategies. We've got a program called Exact Term, where if somebody's on a 30-year term and they could benefit from a lower rate, but they don't want to go back to the 30 years, we can do 28-year, 22-year, um, obviously the normal 15, 20, 30 type products. But, um, but it, it's, it's, it's fun matching you know, the, the goal for the client, which is to save money on interest along with their long-term real estate plans. So I'm big on uh, inexpensive mortgages. I don't like expensive mortgages. I don't like the companies that pay, that, that are encouraging paying points right now. Um, unless you know for sure that the client is, it's their forever home. I just think that that's, that's kind of, that's kind of wasteful. I mean, I, 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 I'm, I sell value for a living. That's what I do. So I'm big on no cost. Um, what we sell as a commodity, uh, as a broker, we love to compete. You know, our, our entire business strategy is just when the client, we intentionally price things eight or a quarter point lower than our competition. Um, by design, we make a lot less money than our competition, but we keep our clients powder dry, so to speak, uh, by doing no cost loans, especially in this environment where rates are con considering they're decreasing. Why spend $2,500, you know, when we're just going to look at your loan again in a year and it could be even lower. So we're doing a lot of no costs. Um, and then really matching up what their long-term goal is with the property. So with rates in the twos, if you're in a primary residence currently um, and you may, this may be your first house, uh, it may be in a location where it could be an excellent rental. So let's say your family's growing, man, maybe you've got some kids that you wanted to move to a different school district, which is pretty normal. But that home that you have um, now at a 2% rate could be a great rental. Um, that's a good strategy too. So um, you know, it may make sense to, to invest in points when it feels like we're at the bottom for rates. I don't think we're there yet. Um, and then for long-term planning, if you're going to keep your current home and rent it, like for example, Airbnb has really changed the, the rental market. There are some residential, uh, property managers that will help. Um, I guess the biggest advice for, for people that are considering keeping their home as a rental for cash flow in the future is, um, you can't really be emotionally attached to your home if you're going to rent it out. All right, people are gonna probably not treat it as you would, um, but they're paying your equity for you. So that that's the trade-off. Um, so uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm hoping rates continue to stay down. That's gonna be great for housing. And you touched on a couple of things there that are key to show the difference in working with a broker like yourself than the traditional banks. Um, obviously the no cost refi major benefit there. Um, it really takes the guesswork out. Like you're not doing the math. Oh man, how long is it going to take to recoup this? Like, where do I sign? Like, you know, it's kind of a no brainer. So explain to people the difference of working with you um, versus some of the traditional lenders out there um, and how they can benefit working with you. Sure. Sure. So again, overarching strategy is, is I just care about the client. Um, I don't care about the money. Uh, there's, a, there's an expression in business that is tried and true, and it always will be. It's, it's serve the masses and hopefully one day uh, live with the classes. So as long as we're winning the client acquisition game, it, I look at it as an investment. So we'll, we'll, probably, we'll probably earn 50% less money than our competition, but I don't care because when we give clients rates they're proud to tell people about, they do. And our phone keeps ringing. 
and you know organic business growth referrals is the end game so the more the more clients you can you can acquire the better so as a broker what differentiates us is number one just, just my really aggressive approach to competition i love competition i love it and uh winning uh, i actually you know i hate losing more than i actually love winning uh in terms of uh in terms of competing and um so as a broker you're never going to pay us a dollar so we represent you as your advocate and we have dozens of lenders. We work closely with several lenders, uh, got relationships with leadership there. So that gives us a big advantage for the client. And uh, the lenders are the ones that, that pay us our commission for originating the loan. The client never pays us. And, um, and then we do reviews once a year, uh, annual reviews. We're watching, watching interest rates. Um, things can change. I mean, right now we're doing a lot of conversions from 30 years into 15 years. And because the rates are so much, so much dramatically lower than if somebody got a year, a 30 year, for example, five years ago, and they're still in the fours, we're getting, you know, you know, low twos right now and often paying for the closing costs on a 15 year and then keeping the payment basically the same. So you're cutting off um, using the, the principle of, of compound interest, thousands, sometimes hundreds of thousands of dollars off of, off of your mortgage by, uh, by reducing the term. And as long as it, the conversation we have when it comes to reducing the term is, is, we all want to get to that 15 year, but you don't want to kind of resent your house payment, right? There's that balance of quality of life and, um, and you know, what you're paying. So that, that's a conversation that we always have because we never want to put anyone into a product that's going to stress them out or may not truly be good for them, even though they technically may qualify for it. So makes all oh, makes perfect sense. Um, so all this sounds great, right? Take advantage of low rates, save all this money, shorten your term, like endless amount of benefits you can offer right now. But what are some tips you have for people to prepare them to make sure that they have all their ducks in a row to get this done? Because I'm sure you've seen some mistakes happen in the past, things people didn't know about that derailed the process. Sure, sure. I would say the number one thing that we always try and prep the clients for, um, and when people are buying a home, it's an emotional thing. It's like their biggest investment. Um, they're excited. They look at it as kind of like a reaching a milestone and another milestone in their life, and their and their whether whether it's their financial you know progress or just life life. But we we find that um, the number one thing the tip to tell people is do not buy anything new before you close on your house. Um, in my in my world, I'm, I'm a part of a lot of peer groups where I'm I'm friends with a lot of people that do my job, and uh, my view is that there's enough for everybody. So I like to share knowledge and and uh, and close friends with a lot of other mortgage people. And it, wouldn't you know, at least once every week or so, there's a story that comes out. You know, the last one I, I shared with you earlier, where there was a photo posted of a very nice home. It looked like it might have been in Vegas or like Miami. Uh, that style of, of construction. And there was a, a brand new Lamborghini and a brand new vet, the, the, the mid-engine vet in the driveway. And someone literally just leased those, leased prior to the closing, which obviously uh, would impact the debt ratios of the uh, <laughs> clients. So I think the number one thing is wait until you buy, uh, wait until you close to buy anything, especially even the 0% interest, you know, People would be moving into a new house and they're like, hey, you know, uh, Art Van or the, the company formerly known as Art Van, 0% interest. That couch looks pretty nice. Look at that sectional. <laughs> and uh, before you pull the trigger on that, just, just make sure you close the loan. 
there's a form you have to sign before you, you know, at closing that says, I have not accumulated any additional new debt prior to closing. Uh, so just be careful with that. So that's the number one tip. There's no secrets out there anymore with attention to detail and mortgage lending now more than it's ever been and the technology and everything out there. There's no secrets. You're not getting anything past the underwriters. So that's, nope. uh, that's, that's, that's great advice there. Um, what about first time home buyers, people that have never even had a mortgage in their life? Maybe what's one, maybe one tip that you have for them or pointer as they're starting the process. Oh man, I, I actually really enjoy working with, with first time home buyers. Um, we did around 46 million last year. It was a small, small individual like me. Um, and I think, I think a good percentage were first time home buyers. Our typical loan side is about 300,000. And what we're getting is, is our clients' kids now. So it's exciting for them looking at, at them getting their first house. Uh, really, it's their, their largest acquisition ever. Uh, with rates this low, we're finding people are buying their first house and they're paying significantly less than they were paying for rent before, which I think is pretty amazing um, because, you know, you look at, at wealth building in, in, in America, uh, most, you're, in my opinion, you're... Um, you, your job and income is what you live off, but um, your wealth is built from investment and real estate, you know, owning your first home, I think is a really, really good first step for people. Um, and um, housing has been strong. So uh, I would say if you plan on keeping uh, sticking around in an area, um, first time home buyers, I would encourage you to, to look sooner than later. There's not a lot of homes on the market for sale right now. Or there's not enough, which means it's, it's somewhat competitive, but interest rates are so low that even though you may feel like you're paying a higher price for a, a home right now with a two, two, you know, mid two interest rate um, that's fixed for 30 years, um, the number has actually worked out to your favor for buying that home where you, you know, previously was $150,000 house. Now it's about 225, but the effective cost of it is about equal. So right now, while rates are low um, and values are high, uh, I still would encourage people to look at, at doing that because, you know, long-term you can Airbnb your house, you can rent it out and have someone else literally building your wealth for you, paying their equity down through, uh, through that sort of rental. And, and Airbnb, we got software actually that we share with our clients that automatically gives them estimates on what their home would Airbnb for. Uh, which is interesting because realtors, that's not something that realtors do. Uh, realtors are very, 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 very uh, important allies in, in, in a homeowner's uh, journey. Um, so checking with a good realtor about what's in the area, uh, working with a good realtor, and then also understanding what's possible with your home after you own it. And, um, you know, if it's not your forever home, um, what the, the uh, strategies for, for holding that to, uh, to build wealth or maybe just selling it and utilizing the, the, the current tax, tax uh, exemption that we have for any, any profit on, um, on home sales uh, while it's still here. Yeah, it's all awesome advice. And, and another thing too, like it goes without saying more down payment, the better, you know, when you're buying your first home for many reasons, but with the market being so tight, I've heard stories of people that they, their offer was accepted because they were putting more money down than somebody else. And it seemed like a stronger borrower. Um, have you seen scenarios like that as well? Yeah, that's a good point, Ryan. So um, putting more money down is, is generally a good idea. 
with rates this low, we actually are pricing loans with 5% down with the same rates as 20, wow. which is, it's kind of awesome. Cause you look at it, if you, you give your money to a financial planner, the odds of them being able to get better than a, a two or 3% interest return on it is pretty good. Um, so in a competitive situation, I'd say what I really like right now is, is conventional 5% down because the rate's fantastic. Um, some of our lenders like UWM, who just went public today, they're an incredible company. HomePoint's another incredible local company. They actually have discounted PMI, which is temporary. So you get the same interest rate or the equivalent one of putting 10 or 20% down. Um, and then you have extra cash um, in the event that you're competing for a really desirable property. Let's say you're buying a $200,000 home and you have enough to put 20% down. Rates are so cheap. Uh, money is so cheap at two in the mid twos. Um, and let's say you really want the home and you don't care if you pay above 200. And, and the way appraisals work is, is on purchases, you're going to pay the difference between the appraised value and purchase price. So if you get aggressive on a home and buy a home, for example, 210,000, um, but it's really only worth 200, like that's the market because you really want it and the interest rates are so good, then you can use that money that, that you're not putting down because you're only using 5% to kind of win that battle and, uh, and bring that money to the closing and, and just to, for the overall goal of getting the house. So we're, we're not, we're seeing um, a really, really high appetite for, for buyers right now that want to own a home because the, the environment's never been better. And as a result, we're not seeing enough product on the market. So one of the things we're doing um, with our title company uh, we just started is we're doing a, a fee incentive. So us reaching out to any friends or family um, that would be potentially selling their home, we are, are we've got a program to actually waive uh, up to or maybe potentially over $1,000 in fees on that side. So we're trying to encourage more people to get their houses listed. This helps our realtor partners. Um, and the title company has been integral in that because we're saving people a lot of real money the service doesn't drop off at all. And then, and then that um, that's been good for us um, just for goodwill, you know, and then ultimately um, you know, we work with mortgage companies too on that side. Uh, so we don't want to, you know, step on anyone's toes, but in the event that someone uh, has a question on mortgage rates too, we're happy to give them a quote and it ends up being a win-win and we're able to help, help, uh, help a client um, save quite a bit of money uh, helping a potential buyer uh, with another home that may be coming on the market. Uh, if, if it's, if it's, if the people that currently own their home, if they didn't realize how much demand was in their area and how much they could get for their house. So it, it, op it opens up really good conversations. So. Yeah. And, and again, uh, I hadn't thought of that angle too. Just, just the flexibility of having that money. Like you don't necessarily have to commit to putting the 20% down, but you're right. A lot of situations, people are uh, spending more than the appraised value on these homes because it's so competitive. So just to have that money available to to pay that difference as well. So so all good, good points. Yeah, um, or so, or get um or get that new uh get that new mid engine vat or uh, new couch <laughs> after closing. After after exactly. <laughs> so exactly uh, after closing. So you know. Uh, in 21 years, I can't even imagine how many different people that you've worked with. And um, I could line up all their names one after another. And you can probably remember a lot of stories of each individual person. You're not necessarily going to remember how much money you made off each deal, but there's probably 
each individual person had their own story to share. Can you just share maybe one for us that stands out where like you really did make a big difference in somebody's life? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the 21 years still kind of stops my tracks, but um, one of the, uh, one of the, I'd say the most touching, touching stories was, um, was I was helping, um, helping this woman who was getting separated. Um, and uh, especially during this time, you know, it's, it's, it's really been tough on relationships for COVID. Um, this was just before that um, she was getting divorced. Uh, she had small children. That um, was a, a contentious divorce where the home environment she felt was kind of dangerous. Uh, so we were able to uh, work with her realtor, get her approved, um, and and actually close and 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 have her purchase her home um, before her divorce was final. And I remember, uh, you know, her at the end of the, the closing when she signed the last document I just was looking at her and her and her realtor and and and, and Erica um, Kohler who's fantastic um, she she was really close with the client she had been through a divorce herself um, I was sitting there at the closing table getting ready to leave and and Erica and, and the client they they just literally both started weeping like they were you know, the client was shaking. It was one of the most emotional things I've ever seen. And it kind of hit me as to, wow, like how, how much of a real life impact, um, you know, what we do can have. Because most, most other, other lenders you know, or you know, brokers aren't able to figure that stuff out. And it's not their fault. They're just not, they haven't seen it before. It's something that they haven't experienced. So, so that really stand, stands um, apart in, in my memories as a, uh, something that was impactful where I walked away from that closing was just kind of, uh, was really just uh, impacted by that. I bet, man, it's way more than just numbers and paperwork. I mean, you are having a big impact on people's lives too. So that's great story there, man. Um, So for those that are watching or listening, Griffin Hawk, Berkshire Capital, some pretty awesome options between the no cost refi, uh, also now the title company. So you can kind of do a full circle service for you. can close quickly. I mean, you name it, he can get it done for you. So Griffin, what's the best way for people to get in touch with you to try to get the process started? Uh, Ryan, thank you. Thank you for that compliment. Uh, Cell phone. Uh, I'm pretty much a 24 seven guy. Um, That's how real estate is in residential world. Um, That's okay. Uh, It's a life we chose. So text, I'm big on text. Call or text me anytime. The number is 248-755-0765. If I can't get to the call, then I'll just shoot you a text real quick back and then we'll get you some pricing straight away uh, again our whole strategy is just to win so uh, you know even if even if you already have an existing relationship and you're in your curious about it i'll let you know what's available out there and then hopefully it'll get you a better deal with your your your, your current provider um i don't even care if we get the deal um and then email is another good one it's ghawk at berkshirecapital.com um and then on the title side atlas title is, is our title company we work with new realtors uh, as well as mortgage people. And, and really, I like to share experience and help them. We put a script together uh, for the, for them um, uh, recently, the new realtors for discussion points for 2021, where it's, there's not a, lot of, not a lot of product in the market, for example, um, you know, working with a title company that, that will aggressively um, help by, by, you know, waiving certain allowable fees, um, just gives you more money in your pocket. And uh, it's a good approach. And, and, uh, and uh, so anyways, the best way to reach me is the cell phone, though. Call or text 248-755-0765. 
Fantastic. Well, hey, man, I'm sure you probably got to go lock a bunch of these low rates right now. You're probably jammed up uh, with business, but I appreciate you taking some time out with us today. Anytime. Thanks, Ryan. All right. Thank you.